Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Realizing Recovery Facebook Live. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Amanda Walton. I'm here today with... And my name is Brent Morse. Our topic today is the importance of resources in recovery. Brent, as, as someone in recovery, why resources important for us to know? Well, my recovery, knowing the resources is very important. Different situations in my life bring out different needs. For example, for housing, for food, transportation, for counseling, for you know, support groups, that type of thing. So for myself, to continuing and you know be healthy in my recovery, the resources have been a great one of the most important tools. It is awareness. And then, you know, if I have to, if I'm in my own town or if I'm traveling or if I move, you know, knowing those other resources and new areas and, and uh, upcoming or new 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 events. Absolutely. And you know, you brought up when we're traveling, and this is a perfect example. So, you know, being able to adapt to life on life's terms, right? And so for instance, if I ended up having to be out of town for a period of time, whether it was planned or not, knowing, uh, maybe doing some research in advance on resources that are available so I can catch a couple of meetings if I need to, or letting my peer supporter know that I might need to reach out to them if I start to struggle, you know, by phone or just making sure I have myself covered so that I can maintain my self-care while I'm away is important. Um, in my situation today, I'll be back home this afternoon, but you know, it's, it's, it's important to be able to feel empowered to reach out and seek out and find help no matter where we are. Exactly. And yeah. Yeah. And, and having a peer specialist that knows the resources that are available, especially in rural communities, you know, guys, I'm in Glendive and we don't necessarily have a whole lot, but we have, especially now with Zoom and all of the, the technology advancements and everybody meeting online now, there is a wealth of resources available. And not only can I find that, but I can also reach out to peer specialists and find that information out. Uh, I can contact Montana's Peer Network. They're uh, definitely more than willing to help people connect with resources available in their area. And, you know, this is also an opportunity as someone in recovery that if, if there's something that we feel that is needed in our community and we don't have it, we can advocate to bring it there. Amanda, you brought up a good point too. An example, you know, now, let alone traveling, being in a frontier rural area, um, the virtual platforms like Zoom through telephone, you know, let us not forget that those are also resources to contact our, our peer support specialists or and even some different support groups or even trainings, you know. Right. Today's uh, great opportunities to not have to be there in person, but not having to be um, on the outside. Right, right. So Brent, how have resources, how is reaching out to resources in, in your community, how has that helped you on your recovery journey? You know, it's give me some self to my self-esteem. 
feeling respected. You know, when I'm working with some people for the ha- for housing, for transportation and food, different things, even for um, applying for the Medicaid, it helps me with my, again, my self-confidence, my purpose. Right. And, you know, another thing is part of the awareness. There's been a lot of changes in the last two years in the way we apply for certain programs. So that's important for us to keep um, updated on how the resources are being provided. Right, right. And, you know, resources, when we talk about resources, we're not just talking about 12-step meetings and and self-care, self-help groups. We're talking about all of the support and assistance that's available because when we're in recovery, um, when life throws us a curveball, we might need to, to find out what, what might be able to help us with our rent or, you know, help us maintain or stay in contact with our counselors and, and peer supporters and with each other, you know, our support, our support network. So it's not just about those, those self-help groups and, and such. It's about all of the things that are available, financial help and insurance and, because medical care is a huge concern too and and so being able to feel empowered and know that we're not hopeless and we're not helpless and and there are things available and we we just have to seek them out and you know that's empowering too especially when we're able to to work something out on our own when in our past in our journey um, when we were not very healthy we might not have had the wherewithal to do that. We might have felt lost in seeking support. Well, in, in my recovery, you know, even the hope, I felt many times that lost because of something, a resource has um, went away or something has stopped the funding for it or something. So just the hope to have a positive thought that something's there to assist me and then in, in being the supporter of helping others too, um, feeling good, providing them with, you know, the resource saying, you know, I know you're right now looking for this resource and look what I found, you know, and Montana is so large with different, um, we have bigger towns, we have small towns. A lot of times beyond nonprofits like, like Montana Network, and the government, the federal state government stuff, a lot of the churches have resources. Churches have resources for assist with utilities, rent, food, clothing, support groups. A lot of times too, don't forget about some of the churches and especially the rural areas. Right. And you know, that's a great point, Brent. A lot of times we may not really think about visiting a church and in my community, Specifically, Zion Lutheran, they have a loaves and fishes program, and they also um, do some work with the Salvation Army that really has been a huge support for people in our community in need at any given time. And it's not a huge application process, and you're not limited to the number of times you can go and seek help. They're just really there to lend a helping hand and be supportive and they also provide referrals for peer support and if you're if you're needing counseling or you just let them know what's going on in your life and they're, they're they do the best that they can to to connect that's a great that's a great um point so amanda in your recovery is there has there been a time when you you just don't need any more resources you're okay 
Is there a time in your, you don't need that support? Being aware of what is available in my community is invaluable because there's going to be times where I need more support than other times. I need different types of support. I've noticed for my particular journey, it kind of transcends. So 12-step groups and those kinds of self-help groups, they work for a while. Um, you can, for me, I stayed in them for a considerable period of time, but then I actually stepped out. And But knowing that they are there, if I need to ever go to a meeting, that is very, very helpful. So I kind of like transform in the needs that I have, but I know what is available in case life throws me a curveball and I have a job loss or you know in, in COVID we all experienced a lot of that and some of us were able to get unemployment and help that way others were not and we just experienced a, a significant drop in income and so knowing that there are supports out there that can that are there to help and that we don't have to feel bad about ourselves for needing to seek that help. That's another thing. You know, whenever we're in recovery, we, we develop healthier perspectives and perceptions about asking for help and from the resources that are available. Whereas, you know, in, in the past, I might not have been as willing to do that. And so I kept myself in a cycle of, of emotional stress and, and anxiety and because I tried to figure everything out on my own. You know, a lot of it, you know, is the respect too, you know, the respect for ourselves and having to whatever level we feel we're, stability we're in. It's something I thought of too. I reached out to our Montez for Network website and I found some of the, the phone number, like example, the warm line you mentioned during the COVID. Right now, there's the warm line, different things, which is that prevention, the crisis, different things. And Montana's Per Network has a great resource list on its website. Another resource now opening up in certain parts of the state and even more in the future will be drop-in centers. What do you think about that as a resource? So I think that that's going to be a game changer for our state. They really do, especially as they get up and running and then more and more um, pop up in rural areas and across our state because that is a one-stop source for all types of of resources and referrals to supports that we need that may not necessarily be in-house, but we can go there and have all of the information available for everything we need from support groups that are held in the drop-in center to referrals out to other you know, behavioral homes or medical providers and actually having people on our side that are willing to help us find what resources are available or bring resources to our community if something we need isn't there in our area. So I think that that's going to be huge for our state. And it's, it's a wonderful, it's exciting, right? Because this is just another opportunity. Yes, I, I agree. Yes, I agree too. The drop-in centers and the uh, connect referral system that, that's, that's uh, coming out statewide and resources are available online uh, groups, um, financial help, you know, we, we have a wonderful community within our state, right? And, and I hear it said a lot that Montana is just one big small town, 
And it does feel that way, you know, even if you're in larger or more highly populated areas, Billings, Helena, Missoula, or over in Glendive, you know, we have a beautiful state with the wonderful people in our communities and we can overcome and we can heal together sometimes and you have to be the one that, that needs to seek the resource. But again, we don't have to judge ourselves anymore. You know, we can, we can, we can seek the help that we need and know that one day it'll be our turn to give back and help somebody else and be a resource. And it's okay to ask for help. It is okay to ask for help. Another source right now is the 211 on phone or through, you know, um, online. Um, it's a national. So if you're traveling, you're outside of, you know, the U.S. and it's being developed you know, it's in the bigger towns of Montana and being developed in some of the rural frontier counties or areas. But that has resources from um, counseling therapists to food, housing, different supports for medical, you know, different care for emergency, you know, the county health care, ER, different things. So there's a lot of different ways beyond contacting through your, your area, HRDC, Office of Public Assistance, action a lot of different ways you know online or through through the phone to one one different things and different websites right and you know you brought up websites so i'm just going to take a minute to talk about the map that's on the mpn website so on the home page of our site there is a map and it has little pins on it that show all of the areas that services are located drop-in centers and recovery centers in our website is a huge resource in and of itself for people throughout the state. So we can find what we need if we're traveling, if we're moving, if we aren't sure what's available in our community. So um, again, just check out our website for that information if you're in need of like, support and you're, you're moving throughout the state or, or don't know what you have in your area. Another thing, like in our communities, we have our health departments and such, but you know, if we're people that are involved in the criminal justice system, probation and parole also has information on resources, our local jails, um, grocery stores, churches, libraries, they have community boards. Information is posted. You can find information in newspapers on self-help groups. And, and of course, a, a search online would bring up a large or vast number of, of resources that are available for a variety of circumstances that we need help with. You know, just to reflect back, as you're saying, the, the map on uh, our website and everything too, you know, feel free to contact us. If there's something you're searching for, you cannot locate in the state, we'll do our best to find it for you and provide that service. Find, you know, find the service where it's located at and how it's provided, that type of thing. Thank you today for everyone um, participating in this. The resources we use in our recovery are so important know for our daily needs absolutely you know knowing that i that there's something that i can i can reach outside of my myself to find whenever i i'm not in a place to to do it on my own you know that's great and knowing that it's always there there's always there's always help somewhere we just sometimes have to seek it and it's it's been imperative to my recovery knowing that i'm not alone and that i can I find the support that I need. I can I can reach out and I don't have to feel alone. And again, giving myself permission to go ahead and ask for the help that I need. That's also been huge. And the hope is there. 
Yes, the hope is definitely there. So um, thank you again for joining us today as we covered the importance of resources in recovery. You can listen to all of our podcasts weekly on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. And again, for trainings, resources, including NPN maps and where resources are located and all that NPN has to offer, visit our website. Join us again on April 29th for our next Facebook Live at 10.30. You guys have a great day and a blessed and beautiful weekend. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Have a nice day. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works. Recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. (laughs) Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery is possible.